0: All right, I got a few questions. Oh, uh,
1: gosh. All uh, right. Should I step oh, out of the
0: boy, room? Excited. You guys are like the yin and the yang of sports talk. <laughs> you know I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball season.
2: Everything Why? is amazing. I'm on the owner's radar. It's never good. It's not fun.
0: I'm a little surprised you agreed to do this, knowing that Paulie's part of the show.
3: He's bound to do something every show that just makes no sense <laughs> at all. Buddy, open look at a three. Got it.
0: Him. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Pauly Sibillia. I'm Stephen Fonte as we welcome you into a Monday edition of Orange Nation. Just two hours today, two hours moving forward. We've got uh, three guests lined up for you. Patrick Stevens, sports writer from the Washington Post and U.S. Lacrosse Magazine will join us at 1230 to talk bracketology. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Dan Siegel, host of the Dan Siegel Show on the Pipeline Network, also runs the ACC Twitter account. He'll join us uh, to talk all things college basketball as it pertains to the ACC. And then Mike McAllister, our good friend from AllSyracuse.com, coming up at 1.30. Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls at any time, 315-437-7644. How are you today, Paulie? Not good. No?
2: I'm fine health-wise, but... You know, we had a promo running all weekend that I was captain. fun. I make fun out of everything. Yesterday wasn't fun. Yesterday was not fun. The not, bubble is a lot more yes, fun than... Yes, I would take yeah. the bubble in a second. Yesterday was not fun. Yeah. And I just found myself watching the Selection Sunday show and wondering, so this is what it's like to be Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like... Ugh. Yeah, there was no no drama, no anticipation. Um, I'm with you, and I mean, I I was tuning in because I wanted to see where Colgate got placed. You know, for for business purposes, like you know, with with our job here and job at Channel Nine, I was curious who they were going to play. There's obviously Charles Pride, who plays for the Bryant Bulldogs. He's a you know Liverpool alum. I wanted to see who who they got there in a play in game, um, but there was no. There was no drama. I didn't. I didn't really care about the seedings or the matchups. Or it. it no. just. It's Notre Dame got in. Yeah.
2: Did that make you happy? Uh, I thought the ACC would get five. They got four and a half. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you get that play in game, you're a half. You're half. I in. don't know.
0: There's been. I mean,
2: Syracuse got in.
0: Yeah. There, there's a been run. a lot of success from that play in game. Not just Syracuse. Um so I I don't know. I, I mean, think the Big 10 got a uh, got a little over puffed. Yeah, Michigan with its uh, stellar 17 and 14 record.
2: Do they need to uh make a maximum win like a win total to get in? No. No. You don't think so? No. You think teams with 17 wins and 14 losses should I mean,
0: maybe a loss. So a floor no, I don't think you should because, I mean, that's part of the beauty of the NCAA tournament, but
2: right? Like when you see a 17 and 14, you're like, no. That's an, uh, there, there's nothing well, beautiful about that.
0: Here, here's the thing. You look at and maybe some of it is, you know, we weren't as focused on the bubble because we knew Syracuse wasn't getting in, but you look at the teams that didn't get, like Dayton, the first team out. A lot of people were upset about Xavier. Xavier wasn't even among the first four left out. Um, I, I have a hard time feeling bad for anybody who didn't make it in this year.
2: I just, I just don't like a team that's three games over 500 making the tournament. I, well, you know, I, I, 17 wins. You know, I don't care who they're against.
0: I mean, they played in the best conference in the country, so you know they got points for strength. I'm not defending it. I'm not saying one way or the other. You said should there be a minimum win total. I like, you know, I like the fact that it's open to anybody. You, you know, you, would that apply to the conference tournaments as well? Like a nine and you know, twenty team ends up winning its small conference no, tournament? No, if
2: you make the if you win your tournament. You're, you're saying you're, for you're not, at large. Yeah. You shouldn't give an at large bid.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a five hundred record or better.
2: That's I mean, they're, barely better.
0: No, I know. I know. And it, it does, you know, not to make this about Syracuse, but it does go back to, you know, if if only, right? I mean they had it's so many games decided by one possession. Um, you know, if only three of those, four, you know, if half of them go differently, could have been a different thing. And I realize that Syracuse didn't play in the Big Ten, but still, it would have been it would have been interesting. It would have been more interesting than it was yesterday. You now, now, if if you
2: got three wins, is that what you're saying? Like, you know, how many wins do you think Syracuse would have, like? What, if yeah. you beat Colgate, Miami, and Pittsburgh, that's, well, that's not you're not getting it, right. in. You know,
0: right? But you know, you you had Carolina on the ropes. You lose that game in overtime. Um, you know, Wake Forest at Wake Forest would have been a quad one win. It, there, there were ways that you could have, you know, beefed up your. I mean, Miami was a one point loss on the road. That would have been a quad one win. There were ways that you know, three games, four games go differently. I don't know. I just could I have feel been like growing
2: look. up, twenty wins was just yeah. Maybe that's a a false thing that I put in my head. That twenty wins was what got you in, yeah.
0: And I, yes, you're right that that was the magical number. Now you know, teams play much more difficult schedules. I mean, Syracuse, for instance. You know, back then they wouldn't leave the the dome until January. Um, you know, it's it's different now, and their non conference was it was tough this year, brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest. We talked about how it might be the top to bottom one of the most difficult schedules they ever played. Um, you know, in, in terms of Michigan, let's see what they do. I mean, they, they got the – if there was somebody that got left out that was egregious – like, Michigan didn't even get put in the play in. I know. So is, Michigan was, like, safely in, which it's it, it's mind-blowing, you know, to some degree uh, when you look at their record. But they did play in the toughest conference in the country. Uh, Big Ten ended up getting nine teams in. And let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. They You know, they obviously didn't have their coach for five or six of them. He's back now. LSU lost its coach. It's an interesting timing on LSU. They they hung with Will Wade for this long, and then they're like, you know what, now's the time to get rid of him.
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know. What did you – like, I just sat – I kind of had it on in the background.
0: Yeah. And
2: there was not – yeah, it was just hmm. – and then I watched the NIT thing, knowing Syracuse wasn't getting in, watching people on Twitter be disappointed. I didn't even watch in.
0: the NIT thing. I, there were, yeah, uh, there was no no chance that
2: they were getting in. I was interested to see if Wake got in, you know, which they did. And Virginia. Virginia is not even seated in it, right? Right. They get Texas A&M and they get to play at home because Texas A&M Arena is being used for something else.
0: It's a good break. Yeah. How many people do you think will show up? Because, you know,
2: if Syracuse had gotten in, they'd be on the road against, like, Colorado. Well, you or,
0: talked about Bonaventure. Yeah. would have been a fun game. Bonner, he's got sent to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I, I did see, I, I, so I flipped it there for like th- three minutes, and it was just as that game was announced, and then they brought in the Colorado head coach, and then his first question was, something along the lines of, Colorado hasn't made the NIT since blank. Like, why is that something that they're featuring in the interview, right? Yeah, he... Uh, they, they've made the tournament, and they beat Arizona this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to be in the NIT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hasn't made the NIT since whatever the year was.
2: Hell, well, I would have taken the NIT this year.
0: Man. Even just the bubble talk, like we, we there was none of that, because there was no, you know, we, the writing was on the wall. It's been on the wall for a few weeks now. I mean, we did our best to hang in there with the bubble talk, but um, it there was no drama at all. Um, yesterday, what did stand out to you from the the bracket? I, I watched the the NCAA tournament selection show. I'm sure you did as well. What stood out to you? Anything besides Michigan getting in? Michigan
2: getting in? Duke, I thought was overseeded. Is
0: that the way to say it? A lot of people were upset that Tennessee got a three, Duke got a two. Duke was Duke's not a
2: two seed. They're not. They're talented. They're just young and
0: not as good as. I thought up until about 2 weeks ago that they that they legitimately had a chance to win a national title. Not that they can't because they're a 2 seed. Um that bracket by the way, we'll get to that in a moment. That that west bracket is is brutal. Um but just seeing the way that they handled the North Carolina game, seeing the way they handled that ACC title game, the, those young guys in both cases, they just they wilted. Um so unless they grow up in the next two weeks...
2: I, I mean, I, they struggled in every game in the tournament. They they, they let a Syracuse team that had five players almost beat
0: them. Yeah, the Miami game a tough time. You know, vatech obviously They're beat them. A, and beat the ACC's them. terrible. ACC is terrible. But again, you look at them and you say, well, individually, like they've got the talent, they've got yes. the pieces... They have an inside game. They've certainly got shooters. They've got maybe, you know, the best, one of the best players in the country, certainly in Bancaro. Uh, they've got the coaching. Like they, they check a lot of boxes, but to see how they handled the, the Carolina game and the Von Tech game in particular for me were like eye opening because they, they wilted under the pressure against Carolina and they, they really did the same thing against Virginia Tech.
2: Yeah. they uh, I, I, what do you make of the ACC this year? Like,
3: I think well, Miami good?
2: Miami could do some damage if they get the right
0: teams, but that's the like that's the only other team. I mean, just just to go back to the West bracket for a minute. So that that's one thing that stood out to me. So I I've been really high on Arkansas. Um, they've got one of the best players in the country. They've got a really good defense. I I feel like they could potentially make a run, but you look at the bracket that they're in and who they would have to beat, they would have to you know, again, forget the fact that you know they would have to play potentially UConn in the second round. You know, Gonzaga is w- would be to make it to the Sweet 16. Um or I'm sorry, Gonzaga is the is the one seed there. So that would be in the regional. And then in the bottom half of the bracket you got Duke and, and Texas Tech. Like I could see any of those teams making it to the final four. I, Gonzaga got a really for being the number one overall seed I think Gonzaga got the toughest region when you look at it from top to bottom the top four seeds I think that's the toughest region I think they got the easiest two seed at Duke right that's how it works, right you get the easiest two the I guess I mean yeah right I mean that's the way it's supposed to work I, but when you look at they it already on lost Duke. You look at it on paper. Right. I I don't know. I I think they got a tough and I know they do it. It's it's by numbers. It's not necessarily um you know, I mean they, I I know that that's what the committee will say, right? But it, to me when you look at it on paper and you see I think Arkansas is an extremely dangerous number 4 seed. Um I think Texas Tech is an extremely dangerous 3 seed. They're they're an older team. Um You know they they defend pretty well. I I I don't know. I just I think Gonzaga's got a really tough road if they're going to even just get out of their region, let alone win a national championship.
2: You've done breaking down. I haven't broken anything down. Well, no, it
0: was just it's just an observation. Is I I thought the West, the top four seeds in the West, really jumped out to me. Because again, you would think Gonzaga, number one overall seed, they would have the easiest path. I, I think the other side of the bracket, I, I really like Arizona and Kansas, both their chances to make it to the. Final I did point.
2: notice the the ones are going to have tough roads with
0: the yeah with the eight nine team. How about how about Arizona having to face Seton Hall or TCU in this? I think they get by that game, and I do like Arizona's path overall. But that's a that's a Steve, scary second round matchup. You don't just beat Kadari Richard. <laughs>
2: I'm happy that he got in though. Are you? Yeah. You're happy. Yeah, I'm okay. happy for him. Okay. Poor Quincy. Oregon's in the NIT. Okay. Well, it's a risk anytime you transfer,
0: right? Yep. So enjoy shooting threes in the NIT.
2: Maybe they move the line back in the NIT this year <laughs> and he can show the NBA showcases NBA, NBA range. Uh, yeah. yeah. NBA scouts is a uh, three-point range. I do, that's the only, another reason I like the NIT because they take the stupid rules that they're thinking about and they imply uh, them. Not necessarily stupid,
0: they're experimental. Yeah, like. It they, becomes a chemistry lab. Yeah. NIT's and a they apply lab. their
2: dumb, dumb, dumb rules and they play with them. But, oh, uh, no Syracuse. I don't know what to do with myself this time of year. Normally there's, you know, people in the chat are saying they sat and watched the, the the CBI announcements on Twitter also.
0: That's dedication. That is dedication. They weren't going to a postseason tournament this year. Yeah, I I tended to agree with you when you said you know NIT you probably accept it but you're you know you're not going to something outside of it out of those um or you know out of NCAA or anything. And it would have been a horrible look if they
2: took Syracuse just because Syracuse is a yeah top ten program all time. Right. So yeah, they weren't going anywhere. And those other two tournaments should just be for schools that can't get into the other ones because they're so small, right?
0: And you look at the teams, and that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did. I did not watch the NIT show other than I flipped it there. You guys were texting me on the group chat, so I flipped it there during a commercial. Truth be known, I was watching American Idol because we have to talk about it on Bridge Street. Um, and so I flipped it there for like two minutes, and I, I was like, "There's no chance SU's getting it."
2: Um. I've been trying to keep myself composed this whole break, this whole segment. Why is that? Because I'm. I, did you notice know looking at my phone and looking at the computer screen and? Okay. What? 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 Not a good day for Paulie Sibilia. No. No. Fernando Tatis, broken wrist. Is that right? Three
0: months. That's that's not good. That's not yeah. fun. No, that's You've not, not had fun yes. last twenty four hours. can fun is not having fun. Can can I say something else? As long as you brought up your phone, so your phone was was unlocked to start the show, and I glanced over, and you know the the phone icon that has how many missed calls you have. It said I think it said fifty one. Yeah, do already reset it. That would give me anxiety. Why? Because every time I look at, it, I'd be like, did I miss a call? How do you how do you not clear out the missed calls?
2: I got seven calls this morning because I fell asleep on my couch last night and I got up midnight. And walked upstairs and left my phone on my coffee table. And there was an issue at one of the radio stations. So my phone rang off the
0: hook this morning. Okay. And I missed all the calls. But how do you not clear them? Every time I would look at my phone, I would have like a pang of anxiety if I had 51 missed calls. I'm good.
2: Huh. I only ignore calls. Jordan's going to disagree with this. I I only ignore calls when I don't know the numbers.
0: So those are all like right, but every time you look at your phone, don't you feel like you have a missed call, or don't you have to check the number? Okay, only fifty-one. I didn't miss a call. No, I don't look at it. Okay, quit looking at my phone. Creep. I think you're. I think you're in the minority. I would. It, I feel like that's a bridge street to, segment. I would love to know what people. You want me to? I'm, uh, I'm bringing this up on the show tomorrow, just so you know. Clear, clear Th- already. Right, thank you. There. I, I had anxiety seeing you had fifty-one missed calls on your phone, and it's not even my phone. I don't. It, I don't have any. It still
2: says I have 50 and I cleared it. You must have cleared only one. No, I cleared all. Okay. All right, did you uh did you gamble on the tournament yet? Like have you
0: I have not. Have you?
2: No. I did early on. I've already bet Auburn and Duke. Oh, you have. Okay. So, but no I, I have not. Early Oh, on. right, right, right. Yeah, no,
0: I have not. I have not. Uh, all right, let's take our first time out. Let's uh let's open up the phone We're lines. We're already
2: talking about calls. This is March with no tournament.
0: I know. Let's open it up. If people want to chime in on their observations of the uh, the 68 teams, the tournament bracket, 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. Stephen Pauly back with you here on Orange Nation as we go to the phone lines at 315-437-7644. Talking a lot of basketball on the show today. Stephen, North Syracuse kicking us off. Hey, Steve.
4: Well, I I got three sports to talk about, but I will talk about the bracket first. Uh, The thing that jumps out at me is that uh, there's two uh, one seeds with six losses. And another one, uh, Gonzaga, does not come from a power conference. So I would say this thing is as wide open as I've ever seen it. Uh, I uh, I always say that uh, my ambition each basketball season is to be curious rather than nervous on Selection Sunday. And that was achieved this year, but not in the way I wanted to. As it happened, I slept through the whole thing <laughs> and had to look it up afterwards. Also... Uh, Brief comment on uh, Tom Brady. Uh, I'm wondering uh, who you think will retire first: Tom Brady, Jim Beheim, or Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's? Uh, they both, they all three seem to be going on and on and on. Anyway, what I what I wanted to primarily talk about is that somebody asked me: uh, Has there ever been a year when uh, all three of SU's primary teams—football, basketball, and lacrosse? losing season in the same year, and I decided to look that up. I thought you might be interested in the results. Uh, uh, thanks to Roy Danforth and Jim Bayheim, the basketball team hasn't had one since the 68-69 school year. The football team at that point was in a 22-year stretch of non-losing seasons, thanks to Ben Schwarzwalder, that uh, their last losing season had been 1949. Then they looked at Roy Simmons Sr., who became the lacrosse coach in '31. He had just one losing season prior to uh, 1950, and that was 1942. And both the football and basketball teams had winning years that year. And then uh, so finally I got back to Laurie Cox who started the lacrosse program in 1916 he had losing seasons in 1916 18 and 30 but again the football and basketball teams had winning seasons that year so if the uh, if Gary Gate and uh, uh, his coaching staff can't uh, find a way to negotiate a winning season through this incredibly difficult schedule they've got, where almost every game is against a ranked team, then uh, this will be the first time in our history that all three of the major uh, few teams had losing records.
0: How about that? How about that? I appreciate you doing the legwork, Steve. Good stuff there. Thank you. That's uh,
2: That's not going to get you the Capital One Cup. No. No. They're usually in the running for that.
0: I mean, not this year. We'll talk certainly more lacrosse on the show uh, now that the season is over for SU basketball. Um, they're in a tough spot, Paulie. Uh, two and four now. I mean, they dominate. You look at the statistics yesterday from that lacrosse game with Johns Hopkins. They dominated shots. They won two thirds of the faceoffs. They forced more than 20 turnovers. They just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And they've they've been inconsistent on defense. They obviously offensively didn't execute they the way they wanted to yesterday. They're uh, they're two and four right now, and uh, they've got a really tough schedule. I mean, I, I think it's you know we said at the beginning of the year seven and seven might be a good year for SU lacrosse, and you know now they've lost to Hopkins, they lost to Army. I, I don't think they're getting the seven and seven. At least I wouldn't I wouldn't predict it at this point. So there, I mean, there's a really good chance. That what Steve's talking about there is coming true. He uh, he mentioned something else that
2: happened yesterday. Tom Brady, yeah, and I'm gonna make this short and sweet. I think Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. But wait till today. There's a bunch of co- like this is gonna be me sounding sappy and it being a sound like Uncle Polly. There's a bunch of college kids where this is the biggest day of their life and they're going to be the topic of conversation. On all of the sports shows, and you choose that day to make the announcement, just, I don't know, not a good look.
0: Lost a little respect for him? Yeah, I did. The Flakegate didn't... didn't do it for you? No, that no.
2: that one got me. No, okay. That one got me. It seemed very selfish.
0: I'll say this about Brady. I was more surprised that he initially uh, retired no. yeah. than, he, than that he's coming back. Yeah. I, I am not. I, I said it back when that happened. I just didn't. Think it was the way that he would go out. Like it just, it did not seem the way he was playing at such a high level. The way the year ended, it it felt like it was a, a weird time to to say goodbye. So in any event, not surprised. Yeah, just that, don't that do it back. on
2: Selection Sunday.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure he cares. What what you have. To I say. T-
2: I tweeted at him. You did. I added him. Did you? Yeah. I said, way well, to be selfish. Good for you. Thank you. I didn't see. I, it, I I did not see. I mean, it. tweeted. It. I would
0: I would like that tweet.
2: You should go back into it. I mean, tweeted Tom Brady. <laughs> Way to ruin the day for a bunch of college. You know, steal the thunder of a bunch of college kids.
0: Jerk. All right, let's. Uh, with that, let's take a timeout. We got Patrick Stevens, a sports writer from the Washington Post, U.S. Lacrosse Magazine. He joins us next on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. Stephen Pauley back with you here on a Monday edition of Orange Nation. We're going to continue the basketball talk in the next segment with Dan Siegel, host of the Dan Siegel Show on the Pipeline Network, also uh, runs an ACC Twitter account. Uh, But first, we'll uh, get back to the phone lines. We've got John in the car up next on the show. Hey, John.
3: Good afternoon. I haven't called in a while. I just want to recap the season real quick with we a couple questions. Uh, who was the last team? Do you guys know the last team in from the ACC yesterday for the tournament? Looks yeah, like uh, Notre, Notre Dame.
0: Dame yeah, or Notre
3: Virginia Tech.
0: Well, had. well, Virginia Tech had to be in, uh, but yeah, Notre Dame. Uh, you know, is is playing in the uh, the in game against Rutgers.
3: So, so, my quick question, just to get—I know you guys have a one o'clocker coming up. Uh, do you think you're? He's traded six wins for six losses against quality of opponents. They would have gotten in six wins. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: No. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you're saying no. if no. if if they had six more wins, would they have gotten in
3: instead of those six tough losses? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I, th- I yes, I think so. Yes. Okay. So what? what, Hold on.
2: Let's let's play devil's advocate. What wins would you think would have made the difference?
0: No, but I mean, if you even if you look at like what you're talking like Virginia, Miami at Wake Forest, North Carolina, and over like those are the games you're talking about. Yes.
3: Yeah, you know some of the games where they kind of the ball went off the knee. You know all the little mistakes at the end of the game. At Wake wake
0: is a quad one. North Carolina would have been a quad one. At Miami would have been a quad one. Home
2: against Miami. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but uh, right, that wouldn't have been a quad one. But yeah, I mean you're talking you're talking you missed out on three or four quad ones. You could
2: have gotten back maybe the last
0: Duke game if you had. Okay. You know.
2: Yeah, Yeah. they they potentially uh, would have gotten
0: it.
3: I'll, I'll get off, one more question and I'll get off the line. This is this is the point for me. My reason for my call is: Do you guys think if Jesse Edwards touched the ball more, and you think if Samir played point more with Gerard at the two playing together, you think we could have been in a better position to win some of those games? And thanks for the time. All right, um, John. Appreciate I, it.
2: I, I lost my mind on this on Friday. I'm not going to do it again. I don't think Saimir was capable of doing what he did at the end of the year, at the start of the year.
0: And, and here's the thing, too: John said, "Would they have been in better position to win the? They were in position to win all of the games. Yeah, they didn't execute." And you know, we can go back to you know game by game what happened. Some of it was self inflicted. Certainly with the trouble getting the ball inbounds. Some of it was again. You go back to at Miami, Charlie Moore hits a twenty seven footer from the wing. You go to the Carolina game, Caleb Love hit a you know twenty five footer from the wing. Prentice Hub hits that rainbow shot as the shot clock. You know, Keye Clark had a big shot in the Virginia game. Um, and again, some of it was certainly self inflicted. Some of it was the other team made some shots. Um but they I mean they were in position to win all of right. those. Yeah. Um and I ran down And and, and with that being said, I love the way Samir played towards the end of the season. And right. he really he started to hit his stride, then he got hurt, then he came back. He was phenomenal at, at the ACC tournament.
2: Pat um, Pat in the chat's asking the middle of the year. The middle of the year is when Syracuse went on the run before Jesse got hurt. Why would you have played him then? Right? Yeah, I mean they, that, they that, Jesse getting hurt was the huge factor in this year, I think. I think they still Maybe two of those
0: last four. It, it took some wind out of their sails. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know they were starting to play their best basketball. They had one four in a row, and again, but that's that's not to say that if you know if he doesn't get injured, it still would have been an uphill battle. I get that, but maybe that does put him over the top in a few of the games down the stretch. And
2: I went over the stats early on from Saimir. They weren't great, and he was getting minutes.
0: Yeah, and it goes back to Benny
2: too. I mean, you we've know, had
0: this conversation. I feel like. Hindsight, it's so easy. A hundred times. It's so easy,
2: and I'm not getting wild, though. It's so easy to say that should have we should have done that if you don't have any skin in the game. Right? Yeah. Even when you can sit back and judge other people's work. Right. Yeah,
0: so, right, I'm with you on that. Uh, we do need to take a timeout. We've got Dan Siegel set to join us on the other side. We'll talk some more college basketball, ACC basketball. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. All right, just a couple minutes left in the show as we welcome in our producer, Jordan. Ah, two hours today, Steve. Back to two hours uh,
2: when football rolls around. We'll be back to three and it'll be Steve and I. Right. We'll we'll make our schedule so that we can do three hours together holding hands in joyous
0: harmony. I don't know about the holding hands, but yes, three hours during football what? season. That's wrong. We you, you task Jordan with something. We're like the Wonder Twins. Wonder Twin powers activated? Yes. The Wonder Pats. Either way.
1: Form of a hot
2: take. That would be me. There you go.
0: There you go. Uh so you you asked Jordan. Uh, what to to compare each of us to an NCAA tournament team?
2: Yes, and what where we would be seeded?
1: Yeah. So you said pick a seed. I couldn't do that, and I wanted to pick a team, but I found a great team that represents each of you, and then I found two. I, I can't pick one for me. So you ready? Yeah.
0: Steve, we'll we'll decide on you,
1: Steve. I have given you third seeded Texas Tech, Steve. Okay. Texas Tech. Third in offense in the Big 12, second in defense. They've played 34 games this season, as many as anybody in the conference. We know Basically you're Basically just a lot. saying you,
2: no one cares about you. Now they're, you're just invisible.
1: Now they're third to last in threes made, which I think makes sense because you're not you're not going flashy. You're not trying to do anything crazy. You're getting the job done. You're consistent. You're a high seed in the tournament every year, and every other team is a Fradia. You. But you're not the team that people are like, oh, oh they're, they're splashing threes, scoring 100 a game. All I think right, that's a fair seed, right. I'm, seed. I'm
2: fine with that. Yeah, you're irrelevant to the to the I, world. He,
1: they, oh, they play. If, you, if you think that's irrelevant, <laughs> what do you got for me? I've given you a five seed. Okay, I'm higher than expected. seeded St. Mary's, and here is why: you get the job done, but you're quite the unorthodox pick. You can hold your own against top competition when necessary. You're not necessarily the best in some key stats. St. Mary's, they don't score, a rebound over the top. They are second in steals in their conference. They do the dirty work, but I do think other teams know that you're good and you're not conventional, but you know you're good. You're
2: Vermont, Jordan.
1: You know who I've got for me? One of the shortest teams in the NCAA tournament. I've given myself Miami. I think I always have a shot. I think I'm exciting. I can score a lot, but I'm not going to be favored a lot. Awful on defense. I'm not necessarily buttoned up. I think you're Vermont. Or Colgate. You're made myself you're, Colgate. You're,
2: you're Vermont. You're in every year. You're decent. Colgate's a good but one. But everybody too? in Syracuse hates you.
0: That was that was fun. <laughs> that was we gotta we gotta kick you out. With that, yeah, we gotta kick yeah. you out.
1: Yeah, I I mean if you need help removing pesky pests from your home or workplace, you know who to call. Visit Bugsbegone.biz. I say you know who to call, but you know what website to go to. Bugsbegone.biz with two E's, just like the bug, just like I do to Stephen and Pauly every day on Orange Nation, just like the number of hours our show is going to be. Until football season, and just like the seed that neither of you, I guess, were good enough to reach with a three and a five.
0: I like Texas Tech, man. I, it's a brutal bracket, but I, I think, I, I think that West is going to be fun. That was, that was well done, well played. Uh, all right, we are out of time. Uh, we're back at it noon tomorrow. So for Pauly, for Jordan, I'm Steve. Enjoy the rest of the day, everybody.